Hey everyone, Diane here, your host of the InStride Fat Loss Podcast. And I'm coming to you today with a holiday episode. We are in the swing of the month of December. And I know this month can be very, very stressful for you know us regarding our weight and what we're eating and staying with a healthy diet. So last year around Christmas, I had done an episode on the top 10 do's and don'ts uh, of holiday eating, which is a great episode and I would definitely encourage you guys to check it out and listen to it, but I'm going to do a redo of that episode this year. So we're going to talk about a few other tips and things like that, that were not included in that original episode and uh, just sort of touch on some, some things that are tips for you guys to make it through the holiday season with, uh, you know, the ability to enjoy the time with your family and the food and all the things that we love about the holidays, but come out of it on top of that, weight issue, not come out 10 pounds heavier, but come out, you know, either holding your weight or even a little smaller than you were before the holiday season started. And to remind you before we get started who we are, InStrive is a all natural homeopathic weight loss solution. We are a group of nurses, dietitians, therapeutic weight loss specialists, people who are certified in weight loss, who are committed to helping you not just lose weight, but learn how to keep it off. We are a group of women who empower other women uh, to get to their goal weight and learn to stay there. And of course, guys out there, we welcome all of you with open arms as well. This program is not gender specific. Uh, we just know that being a female-based company, some of the unique needs of females, especially as they are entering that 40s, 50s and beyond stage of their life, uh, you, you kind of it's hard for people to understand if you're not in it. So we are in it with you. We are uh, women who are facing the same challenges. Uh, we have every walk of life from childbearing years all the way up to people who have been through menopause on our team. And uh, we are committed to helping to get through those metabolic issues and teach you how to do that without just accepting, right? Just saying, oh, it's done. I, I'm never going to weigh what I want to weigh. It's too late. And I think sometimes, unfortunately, that's what I hear from my clients that a lot of the doctors will tell them that, oh, you know what? You're through menopause. This is just the weight you're going to be now. I'm sorry about that, but there's nothing we can do. And that's not true. There's, there's a lot we can do. So if you have not heard of InStrive and you want to learn more, please check out our website, which is InStrive.com or InStriveFatLoss.com. Check out some back episodes of this podcast if you'd like to, to learn what we're more about, what more uh, we are about as well as looking at our um, you know, Facebook page or any social media page to check us out and learn more. If you do decide that you want to schedule a consult, they are free. You are under no obligation. We do them virtually over Zoom, as well as in office if you are close to our geographical location in Muncie, Pennsylvania. Uh, you can reach out to us and we will get back to you and uh, get something on the book so you can meet with me or one of my team. All right, guys, let's not delay this great episode any longer. Let's talk about the top 10 ways, the top 10 do's and don'ts, I should say, of holiday weight gain. Now we're going to go through these kind of quick because I know you guys know a lot of this information, but I want to give you some good tips, whether you are on plan, whether you are just someone who stumbled on this and are looking for sort of a, a quick guide to how you can come out of the holidays, not feeling like you are uh, needing to wear your stretchy pants every day of the week because nothing fits anymore. <laughs> 
the number one, I like to call this the festive feast face off. <laughs> Prioritize protein and vegetables on your plate. So load up on that turkey, guys. It is a lean, mean protein machine, and it's going to make you feel good and full. It's going to be a healthy option, and it's going to help you to not indulge too much on some of those less desirable things that we all know are going to be on the table or on the kitchen counter or laying around the house. Uh, also, don't forget that you want to add a lot of vegetables to your plate. Those are beautiful, colorful, appetizing. They are like nature's confetti. Make sure your plate is covered in turkey and vegetables. And you don't want to turn that plate into a, a carb carnival. Make sure that if you are taking mashed potatoes, even though they're really good and we know that they taste awesome. If you have too much of that stuff, you're going to start feeling like a stuffed turkey yourself, right? You don't want to go crazy with those foods. You want to try to keep those to a minimum and really load up that plate with the protein and the vegetables as much as you can. The number two tip I like to give you is to sip and be merry, but stay hydrated with that sipping. So it's water that is your secret weapon against overindulgence. It helps with digestion. You know, that's a great thing. So if, if we are drinking water before, during, after our meals, it's going to help us feel fuller. It's going to help us digest better. And cheers to both of those things, right? Because we don't want to go crazy at that holiday meal. And we also wanna make sure that we don't feel sick afterwards. And water is a great way to do that. If you're looking for a base minimum, I know a lot of us you know, out there might not be the greatest water drinkers in the world, especially during the holidays when you know, you're busy and you're socializing and there's a lot going on, it might be hard to remember to drink that water. I would say if you are getting 48 to 64 ounces a day, that is your due. Do try to get 48 to 64 ounces of water daily, uh, to try to get nice and hydrated and help with all of those nice little natural things that water will do for you. We were just discussing with, uh, you know, your fullness and your digestion, excuse me, digestion. All right. The don't, uh, don't drown your sorrows in eggnog guys. That, seriously, your waistline is going to thank you later. <laughs> as good as that stuff is, there's like what, 10,000 calories in a glass or something like that. And you know, I don't count calories. Those of you out there who have listened to this or know me or know Instrive, you know, I do not care about calories because they're not created equal. But when it comes to eggnog, those calories might be a little more something we got to consider and worry about because yeah, it's pretty rich. I'm not saying don't have any. I'm saying be very careful with things that you know are going to put inches on your waistline rapidly. So in moderation, right? And if you're looking for a good um, skinny eggnog type of recipe, I know there's a lot of great ones out there. And I will try to put a link to one of those uh, in the bio for this podcast. So if you are checking out the link to this on any social media platform, I'll try to make sure I have a good, healthy eggnog recipe there. Or, you know, you certainly can find that on our main Facebook page, uh, which is Instrive. So just go looking for that if you would like that healthy eggnog recipe. I'll make sure it's included. All right. Number three, dance off those desserts. I'm not requiring exercise here, guys. You know, InStrive doesn't do that if you're an InStrive client. However, there's nothing wrong with moving and nothing wrong with moving in a fun way. So if you don't feel like getting up and taking a, a long walk around the block or, you know, doing a, a hike or something crazy after you've had your meal, I don't blame you. It's cold outside. 
where most of us are. It's cold outside and uh, it's not fun to do a lot of walking in the freezing cold weather. So how about you just turn up that holiday music and dance, dance around your kitchen, dance around your living room, you know, grab your, your uncle Sam's hand and pull him off the couch and make him dance with you. It's fun. And it's not just fun. It is a workout in disguise. So you don't have to do a lot. You don't have to kill yourself. We're not talking about, you know, a full on Zumba class or jazzercise or anything crazy, but get moving. The more you move your body, the more that you are in motion, the more that your body is going to burn off that holiday meal. So that's a great do. Have fun with it. Don't park yourself on the couch. You don't want to sit down next to Uncle Sam and take a nap on his shoulder. That's not what you want to do after that big meal. Your belly is not going to digest well, and it's a lot more likely you'll start to feel sick if you're not moving and getting things moving within your digestive system. So even if all you're doing is helping with the dishes and you know trying to move around the kitchen as much as you can, keeping active and not just plopping on that couch after your big meal is going to be a great way to keep your body digesting well and burning more calories. All right, the number four, elf-sized portions. I don't know about elf-sized. I just thought it was cute. Uh, so use smaller plates is what I'm getting at there, guys. It is a psychological trick that does work wonders. So if you feel like you're eating more, this will keep you in reality check. So if you're putting you know, a, a plate together and you know, you know that you tend to overdo it. Don't get one of those big plates because you're going to load that thing up like you're preparing for a winter hibernation and you know you will, right? Those foods are good. So you're going to pile up that plate and then you feel guilty if you don't finish it because this one made this and that one made that and they might get their feelings hurt if you leave some on your plate or whatever. Don't go crazy with those plates. Instead of get, grabbing, you know, the big dinner plate, grab something a little smaller, take a, a nod from, you know, those tapas, tapas, tapas. I don't know how you pronounce it, but you know what I mean? The small plate restaurants where you're getting a very small portion of the good food. And then once you eat that, it can help you know when you're full a little better because you finish off your plate and you're like, I don't really need to get more. Or if you do need to get more, fine, get a little more. But if you're getting more, I would not get more of the indulgence stuff. I would get more of the turkey or more of the vegetables or more of, um, you know, the fruit, something that's healthy, something that's good for you. You don't want to just load up on that unhealthy stuff. And using a smaller plate keeps us mindful. Mindfulness is a big part of sustaining your weight throughout the holiday season. I don't know about you, but when I'm in my kitchen and I'm preparing food uh, and I'm feeling festive and I got the music going and maybe I am doing a little of that dancing around the kitchen, I am very prone to snacking or drinking a glass of wine or two. Or, you know, if there's cookies laying around that I'm baking, I'm going to taste test them, right? That's what we do. And that's not a bad thing, guys. But mindfulness goes a long way. Taste testing a cookie doesn't mean taste testing five cookies. So, you know, it's all about the mindfulness and watching what you're doing. If you're having that glass of wine in the kitchen, maybe cut it half with club soda. So you're still getting a little bit of fun in your drink there, but you're also getting half the sugar, half the calories, half of the alcohol that's going to hit your glycemic, you know, index like a ton of bricks. There's ways to cut back and still enjoy is what I'm getting at there. Using a smaller plate is one of those ways. All right, number five, Santa sweet treats. 
I want you to treat yourself to a dessert or two throughout the holidays. The holidays are supposed to be a time of joy, celebration, and that includes indulging a little. For those of you on the InStrive plan, you are probably going, what, you're telling us to eat dessert? Yeah, I am. Because if you listen to the last episode where we talk about sugar season and how many days actually make up the holidays and what happens if you do a little more on those days, but you're doing good all the other days, that's where I'm going with this. If you're not making a lifestyle change, if you are seeing this as a diet, it's not going to work long term, guys. I want you to absorb that for a minute. If you are looking at this as a diet, it is not going to produce lasting results. Why? Because diets don't work, right? A diet has a start and an end. A diet is a period of time that you're eating differently than you eat any other time in your life. That, in essence, is what a diet is. I'm on a diet. I'm not eating like I normally do. I'm not going to eat XYZ because I'm on a diet. But when my diet is over, then I'm going to eat those things again. What do you think is going to happen if you go on a diet and then you go back to eating the exact same way you did before you needed to go on a diet? Do you think you're going to stay at your goal weight? I know you guys know that you're not because I know a lot of you out there have been there, done that, you know, walked that road a hundred times over, done every yo-yo diet out there and have seen that. So you need to look at this as I am changing my lifestyle and dessert is going to be a part of your lifestyle. You don't have to avoid, you know, those indulgences all the time. The, the, the key here is creating a balance in your body and learning that if I have dessert after my dinner on Christmas day, that's fine, but I can't go back for another slice of pie two hours later with my coffee, or I can't the next day go, hey, wow, look at, there's this leftover uh, chocolate mousse. I think I want to have that for breakfast. You guys know where I'm going with this. It's a matter of recovery. So enjoy. Don't deny yourself because then you're not going to stick to things long-term. If we feel like we're in a deprivation type of situation, we, we won't thrive in that. And we won't last long in that because nobody likes to feel deprived. So enjoy a dessert or two this holiday season. Just make sure you know how to recover from it. And if you need tips for that and you are an InStrive client, reach out to a coach, send us a message at the support email. If you're not an InStrive member, still shoot us a message, jump on Facebook, jump on our social, shoot us a message, slide into our DMs, so to speak. I should never say that again. My son's going to kill me. Uh, but that is how we can get you some answers if you need them. And if you're not an InStrike plan, that doesn't mean we're not here to help. We can we can give you some good information and we can also set you up with that consult if it's something you are interested in learning more about. All right. Number six, gift wrap, not stress. So manage stress. Take a breather, practice mindfulness, and remember that perfection is not the goal here. So stress can make you overeat. It can make you crave sweets because of the high jump in cortisol and adrenaline. It can make you feel like you are in need of comfort. And I'm going to tell you guys that uh, food is a coping mechanism and a way to comfort ourselves for multiple reasons. I know that you remember being a kid and, you know, having a bad day, maybe something happened at school and you come home and you're sad and you're feeling down in the dumps and your mom goes, it's okay, honey, here, let's have some ice cream, right? Or, I mean, I know that's a 
silly example, but you know exactly where I'm going. We've, we've used food as a coping and comfort mechanism throughout our lives. And our, our body doesn't forget that. And our brain also doesn't forget that. On top of that, sugar, especially in high quantities, like in things like ice cream, is uh, going to be a serotonin and dopamine and beta endorphin releaser. What that means is that sounds really, you know, high pollutant, but those are your happy hormones, guys. Those are the same hormones that are released when our bodies, um, you know, have a pleasurable thing happening. So um, serotonin and dopamine make us feel good. They flood our bodies with that, that comforting hormone that makes us feel better. So when we are going through a stressful period, have a lot of anxiety, things are crazy, sometimes we crave sugar and we crave sugar because our brain is smart and our body is smart and it's going, hmm, I know that when I eat something like this, I feel a little bit better and I want to feel a little bit better. So keep an eye on that. If you know that your stress levels are really high, let's look for ways that you can lower those and cope with those. Don't let stress be the Grinch that's going to steal your holiday spirit. Breathe in, breathe out, enjoy the moments. If you know something that you like to do that helps to release stress, for me, I'll tell you that I enjoy crafting. I enjoy things like painting. I enjoy making candles at home. I, I like making gifts for people, like doing my own holiday gifts. If those are things that you like, do more of that. And I know for me, uh, when I'm really in a rut with stress, I'll talk myself out of it. Like I'll want to go and do some painting and I'll say, I really want to do that, but, oh, I have to clean the house. I have to uh, really got to get to those dishes or I need to vacuum the rug. The dog hairs everywhere. Or I need to, um, you know, really need to wrap these presents tonight. I can't, I can't do something that I want to do like that because I have other things to do. Don't do that to yourself. If you know you need a stress release and you need time for yourself to re kind of recoup and, and get yourself back in alignment, Take it. It's important. Number seven, Santa's workshop a workout. <laughs> Sneak in some workouts, guys, whether that is a, a brisk winter walk uh, with your dog or if you are just doing that dancing in the kitchen while you're cooking or baking. Like we talked about, you want to keep your muscles moving. It doesn't have to be you know huge amounts of movement, but every little bit does help. And you don't want to use the holidays as an excuse to hibernate. Your body is going to thank you for those little bursts of energy. You're going to feel better. You're going to look better. You're going to uh, have more energy. So do make sure that you're moving where you can. I'm not talking about becoming a gym rat or, you know, a weekend warrior and hit Planet Fitness for three hours. I just am talking about as much movement as you possibly can within your ability to do so, to keep your body limber, to keep your muscles happy, to keep those good hormones flowing. Because the same hormones I was talking about, the serotonin, dopamine, beta endorphins, they flow when you are exercising as well. All right. Number eight, plan your attack. Have a game plan for those big holiday feasts. Know what you're going to eat and don't be afraid to say no to seconds. If you wing it, this is the don't. If you wing it, you're going to end up in a food coma. You're going to end up on the couch next to Uncle Sam sleeping, right? Strategic eating is the key to holiday success. So if you know, okay, mom always has mashed potato stuffing, um, you know, macaroni and cheese, whatever at her dinner. Ooh, there's not usually a lot of vegetables there except maybe baked corn, but I know she puts a lot of sugar in that. Okay, right? You know what's going to happen when you get there. So now you need to plan for that. So if no one else is bringing up some steamed vegetables, for example, then you need to. 
if no one else is bringing a healthy option for dessert like fruit, then maybe you need to. So know what's going to be there if you can. I know that's not always possible. And plan ahead. If you are knowing that there's going to be alcohol and you want to have a drink or two. Okay, so let's talk about that. Make sure that you have an alcohol that's not going to be the sweetest wine on the table. So if that means going to the store and bringing along a bottle of wine that is less sugar. There's a lot of them out there. I know Skinny Girl, for example, uh, that's one brand that I know makes wine that is lower in sugar than most others. Um, or clear spirits like vodka or gin or um, tequila. Those are things that you can have with non-sugar mixers like seltzer or club soda that will not be as impactful on your glycemic levels, but still allow you to enjoy a drink with your friends or family if that's what you like to do. So plan your tap. Know what's going on there. Know what you need to bring with you to keep yourself successful as you can throughout that holiday meal. And also don't give yourself too much grief if you do get there and there's not a lot of the options you were hoping for. Just like we said earlier with those desserts, enjoy yourself within moderation. Be mindful and then move on. The next meal, make it a good one. Don't, don't make this celebration into a three-day free-for-all. Just just know when the cutoff needs to happen and move forward. All right, guys, number nine. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer recipes. That sounds like a big mouthful and not that funny, but I was trying to be creative and holiday-ish here. So get creative with those healthy recipes. There's a whole bunch of ways to make delicious, nutritious holiday dishes, to make old standbys better for you. And if you don't know what to do before it's gone, jump on our website, download our holiday guide. There's a holiday guide on there that has a bunch of recipes for the normal staples that we all like to have at dinner, but in a very redone, in a very healthy and waistline friendly way. So you don't have to get away from everything. You don't have to only eat steamed vegetables and turkey. But if you can make some of those old standby dishes a little bit healthier, why not do it? Why not make them more waistline friendly? They're still going to be delicious. Will they taste exactly like the ones loaded with butter and cheese? I'm not going to lie to you. Probably not. But that doesn't mean they're not good. Sometimes it's getting used to a different flavor, but realizing just because it's different doesn't mean that it's bad. And I'm going to give you an example of this. This is an example from my own life. So it was literally yesterday. Yesterday, I was craving shrimp and a uh, shrimp is, you know, not awful. It's not terrible. We all know it's a protein source, whatever it's, it's, uh, you know, maybe not the greatest one in the world, but not the worst one either. And I wanted shrimp. So I was like, okay, but for me, shrimp means a lot of cocktail sauce. I don't know if those of you who are not in Stripe members understand this, but cocktail sauce is loaded with sugar. They put a lot, of, I mean, a lot of sugar. If you look at a bottle of cocktail sauce, the, the typical traditional cocktail sauce, if you can envision about half of that bottle being filled with sugar, that's about how much sugar is in that bottle of cocktail sauce. So there's a lot. Um, we don't think about that all the time because it's a dip and we're like, well, I'm eating a healthy protein. Yes, I'm dipping it in this cocktail sauce, but so what? That's not bad for me, right? It's just sauce. It's got a lot of sugar, guys, and sugar is the problem. Let's let's be clear about that. The real issue in the diet that causes weight gain and the inability to burn fat is excess sugar. So I know that I have been a little bit lax this holiday. I've been a little bit 
um, off my normal routine. I've been eating more of the things I normally would not and not being as careful with my, you know, healthy eating regimen as I should be. And I thought, you know, I wanted to get things back on track. I want to use my own tips, my own advice, the same things I tell you guys I need to implement in my life because I'm a 40 something woman and I am just as prone to weight gain as anyone else. Uh, so I, I thought, okay, I'm going to look for a cocktail sauce that has less sugar. And of course, I found the wonderful brand Primal Kitchen makes a cocktail sauce. And I picked it up and I brought it, you know, out for my lunch and I brought the shrimp out and I dished some of that cocktail sauce out and I took a bite. And my initial reaction was, ugh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Initially, I was like, this is gross. It wasn't. It wasn't. Okay, here's the thing. I got my mind into it's not sweet, so it's not good. And so when I tasted that initially, my reaction was, this isn't good. I don't like this. I don't want this. I'm not enjoying this. This doesn't taste like what I want it to taste like, so it's not good. But I forced myself to take another bite or two to try again. And I changed my mindset instead of looking for sweet, because, right, we do that. I do that. I, I looked for the sweet. Oh, I don't taste a lot of sweet in this. I don't know. Instead of that, I went, what, what do I taste in here? What tastes good in this? And I could taste the robust tomato flavor. I could taste the spices that were in there. I could taste things that I didn't taste when I was shutting off my brain because it didn't have sugar in it. And I immediately thought it was gross. And when I took those next couple bites, it changed how I felt about that sauce. It, it actually tasted really good. It didn't taste bad at all. It just wasn't loaded with sugar. So sometimes guys, it's a matter of changing your expectation with these foods. And if the sugar is the thing that you're looking for in everything, Maybe remind yourself there's other flavors out there. There's other flavors in those foods that you can be looking for that taste really, really good out on their own without that added sugar. So even though those dishes that we're talking about in, in you know, the holiday guide or any others you might find online might not be exactly what you're used to, look for the ways that they taste amazing instead of, oh, this isn't sweet enough, so I don't like it. All right, last one, number 10. The joyful jingle bell jog. <laughs> Stay active as a family. That's all that we're getting at here. Whether it is going outside if you get snow and having a snowball fight, or if you are, you know, really ambitious and you're doing some touch football or maybe taking a little jog with the pup around the block, whatever it is, try to get out and enjoy the holiday with your family. There's wonderful activities out there that, uh, again, they are exercise disguised as fun. Something my family does is there's a, a Christ Kindle market every year in my area where they do a traditional German holiday festival. And, and you know, for a couple nights, the entire town is transformed into this wonderful Christmas market. And my family and I go every year and we walk and enjoy the lights and the animals and the people and the sounds and the smells and yes, the food and things like that. But while we're out there walking, we're not even thinking about the fact that we're walking. We're just enjoying ourselves. We're enjoying the holiday and each other. And there's a lot of opportunity for that if you look for it. So don't be that holiday couch potato. Don't let that take over. Family fun is the absolute best calorie burner. So have lots of it this season. All right, guys, there you have it. The ultimate guide to surviving the holidays without the extra baggage around your waistline. Remember, it's not about deprivation. It's about finding balance 
and enjoying the season with that healthy sprinkle of mindfulness and good health involved. You just don't want to forget your goals this time of year. You want to keep those in your mind, but also find that balance of having a great time, enjoying everything you love about Christmas and the holidays, but doing it in a healthier way. Remember, we are a lifestyle change here. We're not a diet. You're changing your lifestyle. The holidays happen every year. They're always going to be here, but you can get through them. I know you can. Thank you so much for tuning in to the InStrive Fat Loss Podcast. I am wishing you all a fabulous holiday season. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Until next time, guys, stay healthy, stay happy, keep hustling through this season. And uh, if you need anything from your InStrive team, just know you can reach out to us at any time. Thank you again so much for being avid listeners and the best part of the InStrive Fat Loss Podcast. I love you guys. Have a great holiday. I'll talk to you next week.